Afterglow episode 22. Uh, after the complete disaster of playing Total Recall again, I wanted to go back to one of my favorite uh, metal bands, which is Iron Maiden. And they've released two video games. Uh, they've released their newest one a few years back called Legacy of the Beast, and it's a lot of it was based off of a Legacy of the Beast tour that they did, but it's pretty decent for a phone game. But they did another one back in uh, 1998, 1999 called Ed Hunter. And uh, if you've played like Lethal Enforcers, it plays really similar to Lethal Enforcers, except it's a lot worse. And we're going to get into it after the music break, but caveat about the music break for this episode. One, I struggled to pull the music files from this game. And two, the music files for this game are also... Um, Iron Maiden songs. The issue being with copyright, I can't really just throw an Iron Maiden song on here and get away with it. So what I'm going to do instead is that I'm going to cut snippets of gameplay from Ed Hunter, which will have the song going in the background, but you're going to be hearing a bunch of gunshots going on as well. Uh, you know, hearing a bunch of enemy noises as well. Uh, I'm hoping that that'll uh, protect this episode through copyright. If not, I will have to pull the episode and re-edit it with some different music effects. But for now, at least, we're going to cut to the music break, and then we're going to be talking about Ed Hunter. <laughs> Oh, my God. 
All right, welcome back to the show, and uh, hopefully that will allow us to dodge the copyright police. <laughs> anyway, one of my favorite bands out there has got to be Iron Maiden, and I have listened to them from a very young age. Like, I remember when there was, I was a uh, really young kid, we're talking seven or eight, my dad had some Maiden on cassette that I would listen to. Uh, he had like a little handheld tape deck, and I believe at the time he had uh, Peace of Mind and uh, Power Slave were the two albums I listened to a lot as a kid. I uh, got a little bit older, and in my high school years, I got back into Iron Maiden really hard. And uh, I got into them like, right at the tail end of the era where they had... Uh, Bruce Dickinson, who's the singer that they're known for, had left the band, and another guy called Blaze Bailey came in. And it was right at the tail end of Blaze Bailey's time with the band before Bruce Dickinson came back. And that will be kind of be relevant with this game. But uh, they released a Best Of, which is like their 20 tracks that uh, the fans had voted on on IronMaiden.com. They had uh, voted for their top 20, and they released this game with it. And it was actually fairly cheap. I think it was only $20, $25 for the music and the game, which, I mean, the game at that point is just a bonus. But uh, i already a huge fan of the band. I load up the game, and it plays a lot like Lethal Enforcers, like I said earlier, but dear God, this game is long, and this game is hard. Uh, it is ridiculously difficult. And the levels, like, it wouldn't be as, as bad if the levels weren't, like, incredibly long and overdrawn. Like, the second level has you uh, in an insane asylum, and you'll spend 15 minutes in, like, the opening of this asylum, just like the first room. It, you get so tired of this blowing away the same enemies over and over and over again. The soundtrack is what saved the game for me, uh, but I never made it beyond the fourth level. But let's uh, backtrack a little bit. Your first level is the streets, and it's not too bad. Uh, I want to say you can get through it in maybe about ten minutes or so. And there's a lot of like little nods and Easter eggs to stuff from the bands. Like you'll pass over areas that are areas where the uh, band had played in the early days, like the Ruskin Arms, I believe. And I think you'll come across like a street sign for 22 Acacia Avenue, which is the uh, name of one of the songs that they had. And initially, the first level feels a little long, but it's not horrible, right? But uh, then you get to that second level, and it just drags on and on and on. But at the end of the level, you find Eddie, who's the... Uh, mascot for the band, and in this game, you're supposed to be chasing after him. So, um, the floor breaks out of a padded room he's in, and you end up in literal hell. And, uh, the level is not only hell, but it's hell to play as well, because it feels like it goes on forever. And by the end of it, you're low on health, you're low on lives, and you'll go into the fourth level, which is a graveyard. And I could never beat the graveyard level. Uh, it just... The previous level had taken me down to so few resources that there's nothing I could do to get through that fourth level. Um, that being said, there is a cheat, like a trainer, but I never got the trainer to work whenever I was a kid either. 
So uh, we're going to fast forward to today now. You can't really find this game unless you find that original release because uh, it never got re-released or anything. But even if you find it, this game is a chore to get working. Uh, I spent a day or two. The way I eventually had to get it working was I installed a virtual machine for Windows 98 on my computer, uh, ripped the game to an ISO, and then set up a virtual drive in the virtual machine in order to play the game. And it does work that way. Uh, back in the day, the game had support for uh, light guns. I think there's an Act Labs light gun that the game worked with. There's no way I could get that working now in this day and age, though. So, uh, mouse control it is. Which is probably an easier way to play anyway, with as difficult as this game is. But I got it working... But the trainer still did not work. I did find the trainer online. There's an abandonware site that has the trainer. Couldn't get it working. All right, no big deal. Still can't beat the fourth level. Uh, I tried for three days. I finally gave up. It's just, it's so disappointing because it's not a good game. Yet the soundtrack is amazing. Uh, the graphics were kind of dated for the time. So they're really dated now. But they're kind of like a faux CG look. Like, it's CG, but it's, like, uh, really, really low quality. Uh, this is something that you could possibly see on PS1, which is probably fitting for 1999. But I, it's really amateurish. Uh, there was an Aerosmith shooter game, uh, Revolution X. And uh, as much as I dislike Revolution X... I feel like Edge Hunter is a worse game. And they're really, really similar. They're like on-rail shooters. But Revolution X just, it holds your attention for a little bit longer. Although it does share one thing with Edge Hunter in the fact that they are both ridiculously difficult to play. <laughs> so, um, again, in doing this video, I couldn't beat the game. So I had to look on YouTube. Thank God on YouTube there are some people who have gone through and they have played this game front to back. Uh, better gamers than I am, apparently. But uh, upon watching those videos, there's some cool-looking levels, but it's the same problem. They last too long. The game is only a two-hour playthrough, if you know what you're doing, which doesn't sound too bad, but there's also only, like, seven levels, and the eighth level is only a boss fight with the Four Horsemen of the Apocalypse, which is more of a Metallica thing than an Iron Maiden thing. A lot of people thought that, oh yeah, Four, Four Horsemen and Iron Maiden kind of make sense, but Metallica literally has a song called Four Horsemen, so it almost feels a little out of place in a way. So um, that's pretty well it for Ed Hunter. The big takeaway is that it's got an awesome soundtrack. Of course it is. It's Iron Maiden, and it's some of their best songs. Oh, there is a bug in the uh, game to where two minutes to midnight, if you select it as a track for one of your levels, it's replaced by Hallowed Be Thy Name. There's actually no way that I can come up with to get two minutes to midnight to play. So even the game on its final release was buggy. <laughs> it's such a shame, too. So, uh, in closing, if you're a big Iron Maiden fan, unfortunately, I have to recommend Legacy of the Beast. Uh, it is a pay-to-win game on iPhone and Android, but you get a lot more gameplay out of it than you will Ed Hunter. Uh, that being said, if you're interested in this band's history, or if you're just interested in music history in general, 
It's kind of a neat thing because there's only a few video games based off of uh, music acts that have come out. Like back then, this is one of the few. Like the only others I can think of was where uh, Kiss had one called Psycho Circus that I remember. And uh, Dio had an NES game called Holy Diver, uh, but it wasn't actually NES. Let me backtrack and correct myself. It was a Famicom game. And it eventually got translated and uh, released as a reproduction cart over here in the U.S. And Holy Diver is actually a pretty good game. But uh, other than that, most music acts I can think of that got into gaming, they're more into like pinball tables. I can think of quite a few pinball machines that were based off music. Not as many for uh, video games, though. Anyway, I'm going to stop my rambling. I'm going to do a music outro that's also going to be some gameplay. Again, we're going to cross our fingers that the copyright police don't come at us. And uh, I'm playing a good game for the next episode because, dear God, uh, between this one and Total Recall, it has been a trudge. But uh, I really hope you're in, uh, being entertained listening to these. And until next time... I'll see you in the next episode.